0: We are the gentlemen advancing the melanin
1: evolution. You are now tuned into the game. Welcome to another episode of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm Kev. That's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Yo, man, I did that shit smooth, man. Yeah, man, cause the other one was. That's like the. Rugged. i ain't gonna lie, man. I've been struggling.
0: I wasn't gonna say <laughs> shit until you mentioned it. <laughs> you know,
1: you know, you, ain't Yo, supposed bro, to, you,
0: you know, you ain't supposed to talk about family in front of, uh, in front in of. In front guests. of company,
1: in front of company, man. Yo, I was, I ain't gonna lie, man. I chopped that bad boy up a couple times. Man, I listened to it <laughs> after they posted right, and
0: I was like, careful was still on winter break." <laughs> I ain't
2: gonna lie, man. I
1: was, I was clocked out, bro. I was clocked out for real. I ain't going to lie to you,
2: man. How you doing,
1: man? What are we doing? We are the brothers, the gentlemen. (laughs) We got a podcast. (laughs) Oh, shit. Is this mic on? Are those cameras on? (laughs) Are those cameras on?
0: The mic's hot. The mic's hot. I'm out
1: here fighting for my life.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. That's not funny. That's that's so inappropriate.
1: (laughs) (sighs) I'm good. though Yo, man, man. that's got to be like a top ten interview of all time. I man. watch it's it. It's got to be. I yo. watch it
0: a few times each month, and y'all pray oh, for me. Man. I I pull it up and be like, "Yep, that's that was the moment." Um, a lot of my counseling friends hit me up, and I was like, "Yo, that's the moment where you realize you ain't got nothing left." That's it. <laughs> show your ass right
1: it was like, yeah, like, it was like
0: dang no, i emptied the only, the, the only
1: card left to play
0: <laughs> go crazy
2: right like, the I emptied only the card,
1: man. and that and it's so it's so funny because if you go back i mean go through history we talked a little bit about this about uh our previous lives in terms of uh internships and little yeah. little jobs and roles that we've held in the past yeah <laughs> And uh, we brought up Ed Gordon, <laughs> the the VT news anchor, and I'm just I'm up until that Gail King interview, the Ed Gordon interview with Robert was a top was a top five interview of all time for me, man. Because that dude, if 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 a if a brother ever looked guilty, <laughs> like if look if looking guilty was a person, that Robert and Ed Gordon video. <laughs> Was it
2: Robert?
1: Yeah. Well, Robert. uh, You know, we got videotape, and that's not you. I haven't seen the tape. If it was me. It was me. If it was me, you know, I know it's not me. So I'm gonna look at the tape. I've been, I've been getting counseling and seeking guidance from Reverend Meeks, <laughs> and I
0: bet you, in that moment, Reverend Meeks was like, "This nigga." He- like I told you not to drop my name. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Robert though. Put my
1: feet on his couch. That sounds preposterous. Yeah, I put my feet on put my feet on Eddie's couch. I'm telling you, man, like if, if a brother ever looked guilty, yo, if looking guilty was a person, that Ed and Robert interview was Robert. it, man. But the Gail King joint, like you said, it was just like, this is <laughs> I
0: have nothing else. I have nothing else. Right yo. and like go off. It was just General like, right, Custer's Robert. last stand. <laughs> <He man>. was. <laughs> like, it was like Robert, get it, like, <laughs>
1: like, distract, he, distract,
0: distract. Bro, he was acting like Joe Jackson was his daddy, and he was <laughs> like, if they don't believe me, I'm gonna get beat. Yo. it was. It's it's horrible.
1: You know the ill thing, man. I think for all of his indiscretions his ultimate punishment like straight up and down mm-hmm. is not being able to take advantage of the verses i feel like i feel like that is that's like the universe's way <laughs> of letting you know that you fucked up who who would he have gone up against though it don't even matter man <laughs> this dude had the dude got so many hits and so many songs regardless of his background and history that people just love
0: That he wrote for others.
1: That he wrote for other people. He wrote for himself. And we talking like ballads, hip hop, pop, rap, everything.
0: Gospel. Gospel. Scary, but gospel.
1: He could come up with 20 songs. And the ill thing is like, dog, that's how karma works, man. You can't even take advantage of it. During During a time where you probably needed the money needed the exposure mm. and had like, you had the the toolkit to really probably have one of the greatest verses of all time. Oh, it would
0: have been uh,
1: <laughs> like hands down. It would have been like
0: public announcement back in the nineties all over again. But man, it, it's, it, it was the perfect timing because since we were on lockdown, the individuals that he had on lockdown wouldn't have, wouldn't not have been able to get out. Yep. So it, yep. it's, Oh robert how did we get here how did we
1: get the robert hey man i'm I'm saying man it's it's the interview he he got he got two of the greatest the greatest most hilarious interviews of all time
0: oh when i when i quoted him that's how we got here oh that's
1: how we got there you see how you brought that i'm still gonna step in the name of love
0: though so hey man it's all good man Mm -hmm.
1: ain't nothing wrong with being
0: happy people sometimes (laughs) listen listen (laughs) You know, I'm a step to the left. Step to the <laughs> left. Step
1: Here we go. He, he had the uh, he had the BYOB <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> you had the BYOB. Hey. You got on. You got on Stacy Adams <laughs> in a shop crease and Juke and Juke. <laughs> and juke. <laughs> Say nah, man. See, see, on the front, I got Juke. On The back that's cool water,
0: cool, cool water or Carly, obsession by Calvin Carly,
1: Klein. Call it juke water, man. That's that, yeah, that's that OG stuff. You don't know nothing about that young blood, you don't know nothing about that young blood. I'm like, damn, man, why do I smell like cool water? Oh, I forgot, I <laughs> dapped up Ronald at the BYOB <laughs> on Saturday night. <laughs> oh, Yo, man, you ever been around people that that like legit? Douse themselves yes. and probably like the most annoying fragrance ever. It, it, and, it's <laughs> and they nor- want to be up all. you. It's, all norm- you.
0: it's normally as uh, my aunt said, it's normally that cheap shit that <laughs> that <laughs> that stains your skin. And I was like, what do you mean by staining your skin? And I I shook somebody's hand in church one Sunday and we made eye contact. Bro, my wrist smelt like this nigga <laughs> for a whole week. Canadian musk. I was like, what? <laughs> Is this? <laughs> <laughs> Just. Uh, and then you could tell that that person was in the room because you could. Uh, this, this, this he, was like, he was an air freshener, man. <laughs> but it wasn't like a fragrance that you would like want to smell all the time. It was one of those things like, yo, you put too much on and my sinuses are flaring up right now. <laughs>
1: Yo, what was the uh well now I gotta I gotta look it up now, man. Um what was the what was the joint from uh from Anchorman Sex Panther, <laughs> dude? <laughs> Dude wearing Sex Panther at 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 uh third Sunday service, <laughs> the third the the, su- the third Sunday of the month service. He wearing Sex Panther,
0: <laughs> and even and even and even when they not there, you can still smell them in the building. That's a problem. Oh, like, oh this must be the X Y Z C. Right my, fa-
1: they, uh, my favorite line from that movie. He was like, "Ooh, pungent, <laughs> stings <laughs> the nostrils."
2: <laughs> sex Panther. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Or when I worked in the high school, hell, even the college, um, campus when I was about to blame it on the brothers, but no, some of the (laughs) sisters do it too. Like uh, in high school, it was, um, Bath and Body Works. What was it? It was like Juniper Breeze and like, Oh my gosh. Heavenly by Dream Angels, Victoria's Secret stuff. Like it was like so strong and Mm -hmm. lingering. Um, or axe when axe came out
1: oh man yeah man because you know people just didn't do the it was the
0: it was a whole bottle under the left <laughs> arm a whole bottle under the right arm half a bottle under the knee it was a lot bro i've told one student i i remember i say bro you are gonna have to take this outside he's like what's up i said no you got to take you and your scent outside because it's <laughs> the ventilation ain't that strong in here
1: that's right i, re- I remember i remember uh you doing like a coaching and a training for like business business professional etiquette <laughs> and you talked about fragrances man you talked about the hot spots <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. people didn't know what that was <laughs> i had to add to
0: school i'm like hey put it here and then l- let it go spray Yo, but
1: what's what's worse though man like what's worse uh Sex Panther, in abundance, uh, somebody who smelled like a bag of onions. What's worse, man?
0: I don't know, bro, because I think they're polar opposites of, like, (laughs) one is... I'm uh, disgusted. Yeah, yeah. So, like, (laughs) one's, like, disgusted over here, and the one's, like, oh, no, this is disgusting. Disgusting a natural scent, I think... I think I could adjust to the onion smell. I would just have to distance myself. And then eventually mm. my nose would get used to them smelling like that. But with the mm-hmm. fragrance, because it's going to change based on um, pheromones, um, the, it, it may increase in intensity if they start sweating or their body temperature increases. And so, like, onions are going to smell like onions no matter the temperature you
1: in. <laughs> well... I guess uh, I guess Roscoe is going to be in there. I might as well bring me some fried onions and potatoes for lunch. <laughs> so i so I at least have an appetite. <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's crazy, yo. Hey, uh, LeBron James made a comment recently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I wanted to get your thoughts on this, right? Okay. Now, mind you, LeBron James has somewhat on the upwards of 110 million followers on Instagram alone. Oh,
0: that's it? That's right. (laughs) Right. That's light
2: work. That's light work.
1: So, um, he makes the comment, he says, everyone thinks that they are are a celebrity on social media. And I found the comment, not necessarily offensive, but I found the comment kind of tongue in cheek Mm. coming for people because it's like, do you do understand that you post everything about your life as part of content like you you make more money based on your content than you do playing basketball so i just i thought it was somewhat judgy because <laughs> it's like all right well people people post and, and people want to shine people want to shine on social media mm-hmm. for whatever reason you either got a business um you might just like the you might like the attention you may uh you may just enjoy uh sharing snippets of your life
0: or full novels uh, yeah
1: or or full novels mm-hmm. especially full novels um you like you might like to air out your dirty laundry
0: mm-hmm. on
1: social media cuz that's you, entertaining you get oh yeah you get a, you get a, you get attention
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know um but at the same time I just found it funny coming from LeBron James. It's like, yo, any 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 good game that you have, you posting it. Yeah. Though your though your team is five hundred right now, sitting at five hundred right now.
0: I can I can kind of see different sides of the coin here. Like on one right. on one side, in my head, I instantly thought of individuals that would automatically assume the role of celebrity based on how they post Mm
2: -hmm.
0: then on the other side um, I can see it as you know we're we're told to dress how you want to be addressed right And so individuals that want to be a celebrity you're going to have to start moving like a celebrity moves and what do you see celebrities doing posting on Instagram or social media um, I think the only difference is with someone like, you know, as Arrested Development remade the song Everyday People, I think the difference is celebrities are getting paid to post. Mm-hmm. And whether you like the post or not, you're getting them money
3: by engaging with the post. Um, on the flip side every day people we, we we just out here posting
2: right <laughs> it's yeah like, it's like
1: that is, that is that is true we posting with like not a a, a return on the post there is no <laughs> like, ROP. You know what I mean? there, there ain't, ain't no, no rop, R-O-P. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no rop man but
0: i but but that's that's an interesting you know that's an interesting concept to to think about um because i know Everyone is a SME nowadays, right?
1: Subject matter expert, yeah, SME, every, yep. Everyone mm-hmm. is a SME. And um without 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 proper training or experience, by the way. They have not been duly qualified or certified.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but who are we to judge, right? And yeah. so I I think that's an interesting thing to the point how I probably wouldn't have, if I was him, I probably wouldn't have pointed that out or posted mm-hmm. it. Like unless it was like a subliminal message for somebody that was like coming
1: at him. It could it could have been, could have been a, a subliminal, but at the same time, you also post subliminals. Cause you know, we got we got regular people that post subliminals all the time. Yeah for the sake of somebody reaching out to say, Oh, who who was you talking about? Or I know they ain't talking about me.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I I don't know. There's that. That's interesting though. That's interesting. Do you feel, do you feel that you're a celebrity? Nah. Well, what, what what is your definition of a celebrity? First of all, because that's a relative
2: term.
3: Well, I came up in an era, man. I came up in an era where like, to be famous you had to do something special
2: Mm.
3: like all of all of the all of the
1: people that I either admired or was like in awe of they weren't just famous and on television because you know they had a cool outfit on or (laughs) had a cool name they were legit famous because of their, their skill set,
2: mm.
1: because of their craft, because of their profession. You know, Michael Jackson, Moonwalking on Motown
2: 25,
3: yeah. uh, Eddie Murphy um, and Beverly Hills Cop. Um, Morgan Freeman and Lean on Me.
0: Fairy
1: side, you know what I mean? Like, uh, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. Before she was mogul, Oprah, Oprah, like Color Purple uh, or Women of Brewster's Place, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oprah. Right, and so I always assumed that in order to be famous, there needed to be like a, a foundation to your fame um but you know we got good examples these days like the kardashians you know you got a whole group of (laughs) you got a whole group of of people a whole family that are famous for no apparent reason the 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 kind of source of their fame well there are two sources of their fame Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know the, the the father that passed um robert kardashian that was OJ's attorney, one of OJ's attorneys in he the died? OJ Simpson trial. He died. Yeah, he died. How long ago? Ah, uh, man, I think he died shortly after the trial. Let I me mean, say hold on, man, that's the that's the that's the beauty of good internet <laughs> and, and and Google, <laughs> you know, and Google. Um, let's see, Robert Kardashian died in <clears throat> two thousand and three.
0: Oh wow, that's been a while. So that's why
1: they have yeah, your
2: tripping.
1: Yeah. So he died in 2003. Well, you kind of see a, a a legacy of fame um that stemmed from him, that stem mm-hmm. that stemmed from OJ. Mm-hmm. And then also, of course, in the hood, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray J Ray J Ray J made a whole family famous.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Brandy, Brandy, Brandy's little brother. <laughs> yeah. Created a whole empire. Yeah. And so at some point in time I think the definition of fame or the concept of fame it changed. Mm-hmm. And that could have been with the advent of social media and more cable television
3: um more access to you can you can per, per, for the most part create some kind of content that somebody in the world will enjoy
1: and you know i'll use us as an example right you know we our podcast i I don't think we started the podcast to get famous fair you know what i mean because i think we both had the impression that you know it probably was only gonna be five people (laughs) listening to that joint in the first place turns out we we were somewhat wrong we were somewhat wrong with that early assessment, but we never started the podcast to get famous. We kind of just, it's, I, and I think we talked about this earlier. It's like our, it's like our group therapy.
2: yeah. And
1: we letting, we letting people in <laughs> to our group therapy. Our so group it, session, I don't think, yeah. yeah, a group session. So it never, it never, it never was about fame, but this concept of the vanity metric, You know, the the vanity metric is really um, the source, whether it's an algorithm, a program, a business strategy that social media was built on. And for those of you who are unfamiliar, the vanity metric is basically a, a, a stat that looks spectacular on the surface. But it doesn't necessarily translate to meaningful business results, i.e.,
3: you know, you got 500,000 followers and 10 bucks in your bank account. Or you got 10,000 followers and
1: uh, you sleeping on somebody's couch. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody has to have some kind of humble beginning or story to their fame. Mm -hmm. But the vanity metric is a little different than something that's an actionable metric or something that has substance. And I think it's funny because we end the show every episode with Be Light. Yeah. Somebody asked recently, why do we end the show with Be Light? And I don't I don't look at light or perceive light as being a point of fame, fortune, notoriety, or celebrity or, or the focus of attention.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I look at light from a standpoint of illuminating areas of the world that are, are relevant and that are meaningful to the to the masses. That's why I say, you know, I think our podcast is like a group session. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and people get to hear us like processing out loud. Out loud, yeah. It, it just so it just so happens that you know we've, we we both are fairly articulate and and comical and entertaining. <laughs> that it works, <laughs> right? <laughs> it works. Um, and so to be like, in order to be like, do you think you have to be a celebrity to be liked? Do you do you have to be famous? to be liked.
0: Well, so I will say this, right? When you look at one of the definitions of celebrity, it is someone
3: or anyone who is celebrated. And in that sense,
0: we can be celebrities in our own right. Mm-hmm. You have the local town celebrity, like everyone well known and people celebrate
1: um <laughs> DJ D, uh, GQ, you, you local <laughs> from Juice? From <laughs> what Queen Latifah told, told Quincy, he said, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: you, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, you local. <laughs>
0: um, but, I, but I think the, does it require you to be a celebrity in order to be light? And I think it all depends on the interpretation and the perception of light. Um, I know we talked about it once before that people assume that light means the spotlight doesn't necessarily mean that. Right. I remember or stage light. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember whenever um, a group of my students, the cohort would go to graduation or to the next phase, I would always leave them saying, you know, continue to be a light in the dark corners of the world where you are challenging them and charging them to remain true to who they are and remember why they're here. What is my purpose? What am I doing here? And I say the dark corners of the world, wherever they are, because everywhere we go is not as illuminated as we wish it to be. Even like when you think about in recent news, when you think about, um, when the three individuals that murdered our brother, uh, Aubrey, mm-hmm. when the judge was delivering the sentence, his remarks prior to that indicated that everywhere we go is not well lit. And so the challenge for us, right, even in the Bible, we are the light of the world, mm-hmm. right? A city upon a hill. hmm we should be illuminating all of the places and spaces that we enter into merely because of the light that is shining within us. And I think, I I think it's, you know, we, we, we said be light even before it was a GRG. We did. Even when we parted ways, all right, bro, take a light, be light.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think what's important is that the person that you're saying it to understands what the intention is behind the message. Um, What what typically happens in a communication breakdown is that people don't really understand what is meant by the words that are being described or presented. And I think that's where that's where some confusion can come in, but it could, if it means spotlight, cool. I remember Marlon Wayans on the Wayans brothers when he was like, put the spotlight on my people and make it hot when he wanted to be a comedian.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And so I always remember that line, um, put the spotlight on my people and make it hot. So like, if anyone wants to think that it's the spotlight, cool, shine the light on some, on, on someone else. So like, they can feel the warmth of your light. Be a spotlight that way. Be a floodlight. Be a flashlight. Be a neon light, right? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to sing this song. But I, I think it's just a, this is a charge that we, we say to each other to remind each other, like, yo, be true to who you are. And I think that also leads into the, the concept of sometimes we as individuals dim our light um in certain environments whether it's out of fear of insecurity um whether it's you know that imposter syndrome or if it's because you don't want to be the one that is standing out among the rest
1: I would agree I would agree you know and you know light comes up a lot in the bible yeah You know, in the Bible, it says that um, you can, a light shines in the darkness, but darkness does not comprehend. Yeah. And I think that's relevant to one's ability to be true to themselves without dimming their light. Because sometimes when you lit, (laughs) sometimes when you lit, people don't understand. They don't. They really don't and with
3: um with black men in particular black boys in particular you know there's a ratchet and evil stereotype that's in our communities
1: that it's not cool to be smart or it's not cool to read books yeah or it's not cool uh to you know speak in the proper diction um, of the king's English, or it's not cool to not use profanity. Uh, it's not cool to um, have a sense of pride or confidence in yourself because it's like, oh, you think you're all that.
2: Yeah.
1: Or, oh, you arrogant. Or, oh, you're you trying to be something that you're not. And as a result, um, and I can speak for myself, as a result, we oftentimes have to go through life with that imposter syndrome. Because frankly, I don't think we've, traditionally, we haven't had the platform to test out different lighting mm-hmm. with, with, our, with, with our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. To test out, like, where, where, where do you feel the most warmth? Where do you feel the most alive? Where do you feel, you know, if, if, if the sun is energy, where do you feel the most energized? And we don't have like those testing grounds
3: to really do that typically. You know, and I think that's something that as, as uh,
1: my, my uh, son's mother and I are trying to be mindful of with Kingston Mm-hmm. Is to give him the bandwidth to test and learn, to be expressive, to to naturally and organically find the light that he should be shining, or the light that he should be a part of. Yeah, and it's challenging because you know back in the day, and you could probably attest to this, brother Jay. It, it wasn't acceptable. <laughs> For children to really have personalities
2: <laughs> and to
1: have uh, an opinion <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> and, and and express their, their feelings and and then those children eventually become adults that have all of these issues
2: of trying to back. find yeah.
1: that stem back to that and you're trying to find out as, of... a, yeah, as a yeah a 25 35 45 year old man like yo we're we're, we're is the best light for me. Yeah. And it's like it's like this process and then I think because you have the vanity metric, because you have followers, mm-hmm. because you have content creators and subject matter experts and uh ghetto ghetto fabulous and locally famous or internationally known and locally accepted platforms and opportunities on social media people might misinterpret
3: with being light shining light being lit or even um is it fame is it celebrity is it notoriety you know
1: der- notoriety could also be um the derivative is to be notorious yeah so, you know, a notoriety, you could you could be infamous
2: mm-hmm. or you
1: could be famous. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And It's a very, very slippery slope. And so when we talk about being light and um, trying to uh, be a source of light in the world.
3: It's 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 a double edged sword, it seems like. And I do feel that a lot
1: of people, we, 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 we get it wrong <laughs> a lot <laughs> just based on based on you know, posting things that you see on social media. Have you seen, um, one of the, one of the screen grabs that they turned into a meme and the young lady says, um, I wish we could choose our, uh, children's father. Yeah. And, and in the comment, the, <laughs> the brother was like, somebody please explain before (laughs) i have to hurt her feelings (laughs) but it's it's that level of of thinking out loud to either bring attention or notoriety to a particular topic that sometimes we like you know you can't tell you can't tell a fool you can't tell a fool from a genius if both of their mouths are shut yeah and but
0: You said a lot of good stuff there. And um, the thing that popped into my head is a
3: lot of times, one, we are not aware of our light. Mm -hmm. Two, even if you try to turn it off, others will still see the light. And three, it's nothing that you did to deserve the light that you possess. There's nothing that you did that's not your good graces. It's not because you fed the hungry. It's not because you held the door or you bought somebody's
0: coffee that was in line behind you the light that we have has been given to us from birth
1: you believe that
0: I do Mm -hmm. it's been given to you by birth now you can put yourself in situations to where the light that you have outshines those that are around you and that's by doing those good deeds and um Being a good person, but ultimately
3: within us, we all have a light that shines for others to see. What I think happens is we get conditioned in our environments to try to muffle or hide the light. Like I I'm gonna wear certain clothing so I I don't stand out. I remember um there's been a few spaces
0: years ago where I would try to blend in and my one of my spiritual mentors at the time this is middle of church service. Military right, Middle church service. I'm minding my business, really not paying attention to what's happening. And I get called out. I'm just like, oh, shoot, what happened? What I missed?" And the message that he said to me was no matter what you do. You won't be able to prevent your light from being seen from those that are seeking the light. I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, that's deep. What does that mean?
1: <laughs> right. yeah. like, that sounds good. But uh, like I've, I've... You see that on a
2: t-shirt? Like, <laughs> Okay, cool. So Bump I won't
0: be, won't be able to prevent it from people who are seeking after it. And, and basically said, there's nothing you can do that will dim the light that God has put inside of you. It's impossible. All right, cool. Got it. And so then he followed up with me. He was like, did you get the message that I was giving you? I was like, yeah, well, did, you, did you have to do that in the middle service? Like, he was like, it, something happened, and I needed to tell you in that moment. I was like, ooh, cool. L- little did he know he was speaking to a situation earlier that week because I walked into a meeting room. I was prepared. I was, you know, I'm going to toot my own horn. I was the best dressed. I was ready to do, take care of business. My colleagues, on the other hand, were not prepared. Um, were dressed like they just got on campus and, uh, I knew that this was a team thing. So, you know, from the pledging process, you learn that, you know, what one don't got, the other ain't got either. So glad I pledged so low, but in that <laughs> instance, <laughs> as a team, I knew that like, yo, we got to have a United front. So I can't outshine my teammates. That was my mentality in that moment. Mm. And then life experiences was like, I, I, no, that's why I really, I still hate group projects to this day because everyone doesn't do what they're supposed to do. Um, I learned that my job is not to dim my light so others can feel comfortable or safe around me.
2: Mm mm-hmm.
0: Them having an insecurity about how bright my light shine has nothing to do with me. Right? If if the light is too bright, hand them a pair of sunglasses. That's what I used to tell my goddaughter all the time. If they say you shining too bright, give them a pair of sunglasses. Like, under no circumstance do you shrink yourself so other people can feel as, like, big as they think they are. And I think what it is, is going back to what you said earlier, light threatens darkness. Close the curtain, turned all these lights off and my monitors, and there was no glimmer of light. If I had a match, the match would illuminate stuff that's on my wall. That small match, that small ounce of light. And so darkness is intimidated by the power of light. Because once, or in photography, we learned, you know, white represents light, dark, or black represents shade. Light reveals, darkness conceals. So whenever we're shooting a subject, we know that light is going to bounce off of anything that is white, and it's going to reveal even more light onto the subject that we're shooting. Light reveals, darkness conceals, and so... Always, when I part ways with people, I try to remind them to be like, yo, continue to live and walk in your light, bro. Like, if you're the most knowledgeable person in the room, but you feel like you have the lowest position, tap the mic, speak what you got, let them recognize that light has entered the room. And one thing that I've learned, especially in the corporate
3: setting, Regardless of what I do or what I don't do, people will recognize you're like. And because they're intimidated, they will try to do
0: things that will try to throw you off. Right. Like you've ever have you ever seen anybody enter a room and the whole room shifts? They don't say nothing. They don't do nothing. Their presence just lightens like illuminates the space. You have individuals who are around us who are intimidated by that. You people are intimidated by the presence of light by itself. And because people are flocking to you like 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 moths to a flame. Mm -hmm. Now I have a problem with you and it's not that I have a problem with you. It's that I have a problem with me Because your light is illuminating my insecurity. Mm. It's heavy. Because when you walk into the room,
3: right, you don't need to seek out other people or look around. Or to assess who you are, right? When you walk into a space, own it, right? Walking in your light.
0: And so I don't need to check to be like, oh, am I, is it all right if I sit here? I'm, I'm going to take the seat.
1: Some people, some people look at that as being arrogant or conceited. It's going to look that overconf- way. Or overconfident. You want to know why?
0: Because once again, that light illuminates their insecurity.
2: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he
0: ain't got to be, oh, uh, don't be cocky with it. You asked me a question. I gave the answer. It was the right answer, and I shut up. Like, how was that being cocky? Being cocky would be rubbing it in your face that I knew it and you did
1: And bragging about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so there's a difference. And what I've learned is people
3: will put labels on things to make themselves feel comfortable. How would you... How does that
1: translate into the social media world? Because I think... I think, um, social media and I'm a user of it, you know, we, we post content to social media for the show. Right. We, we so do. I, we so I see, I see. And if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And if uh, you haven't decided to follow us, follow us at G R G R L J K E V on all social media platforms. Um, but I think it's a mixed bag because, Social media
3: can be leveraged as a conduit to manage that light,
2: mm-hmm.
3: or it could be a con- a conduit,
1: and I guess the the I don't have a, a good phrase for it. It could be a conduit to produce like artificial light.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the thing about artificial light, Kev, is uh, the battery will eventually die.
1: (laughs) Boy, you're driving some gym
3: today, man.
0: When you you really think (laughs) about it, right, when you really think about it, a flashlight is eventually going to die. You got to get your charge from somewhere. And if you you, you change the battery or if it's a solar panel, guess what? It requires light Mm -hmm. to charge it up. So it's one of those things. It's... A light bulb will eventually blow out. It's gonna blow out. And even if they tell you for thirty nine ninety nine, you'll never have to buy another light bulb again. While this one is working, is what they really mean, right?
3: Yeah. It's a temporary thing. Temporary light is is a present to darkness. Cause
0: darkness knows oh, that light ain't gonna be there much longer. Mm-hmm. And so, individuals that dwell in the darkness, they can recognize what's going to be a glimmer, what's going to be a flick of the bick. what's going to be a candle, or what's going to be a, a a lamp burning oil. They're gonna, they, they can recognize, and we can have. This is probably deeper than what we've tried to really. What we really I ain't
1: gonna lie, man. I ain't think I ain't think we was gonna go this far down the rabbit I, hole, I, but I,
0: I'm, I'm I, glad we did. This <laughs> is This is
1: hell.
0: This is hell. <laughs> <laughs> and and we we've heard the old saying, what's done in the dark will soon be brought to the light. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times we aren't aware that even in darkness, our light still shines. We're not aware of it, right? And so some of the things that we try to do, we do as if we don't think anyone's going to
3: know what I've learned is things that are things that discredit our light can sometimes alter the shine of the light. Right? Like I remember my grandmother
0: had, and you may remember these, those little plastic candles with the the bulb at the top that you screw in and it, you screw mm-hmm. it in. Yeah, and, but
1: especially around the holidays. Yeah, right. I hate it. You put them in though. the windows and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Because if you knocked it a certain way, part of the light wouldn't shine. hmm And right, so now you have a light that is skewed. It's still shining. It's still doing its thing, but it's not as bright. Because of the things that happen in the darkness. Right. And so it's like I, your,
1: your car head light, you know, at least in Virginia, you got to get a state inspection for um, the direction of your car head yes. light to make sure that it's centered and illuminating accordingly. Proper distance. And if it's, and if it's off or if it's, it's the distance is off or the depth is off, they will fail your inspection. But a lot of times the light gets disjarred, not because you didn't cut the switch on, or it's because you hit a bump. Um you were working on something in the car and, yeah. and, and maneuvered it, and you did unknowingly, right? And so that, like what you just said, that's what it reminds me of. You 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 can you can be unaware sometimes. Yeah, that you've altered.
0: Come on, the, sir. The,
1: the uh, projection of your light.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, right? Course correct. Once I know, I can fix it. I think the issue is people are people are walking
3: around with dead bulbs. And, and they are aware of it and, but they're not doing anything about it. And what I mean by that is. I remember, um, I remember someone telling me that, you know, They were the only one in
0: their family and right within their small town community to leave the town, go away to school. It was like for most part, either people went to the community college and they got a certificate. Okay. They went to VOTAC and, you know, they took up a trade and that's what they did. That was success. Mm hmm. So for and him,
1: in Norfolk, Norfolk, it was be, becoming a longshoreman. Like if you could, if you in Norfolk, you become a longshoreman, yeah. Then you kind of made it,
0: right? And that's their that's yeah. their pinnacle of success, and yeah. that was their ceiling. So for him to make the decision to leave home four hours away to go study at a university and then come back, there was times where he had to he could have conversations in the house. His dad was, you know, proud of the growth that he was seeing from his child. His mom loved to hear all the information that he was learning. And they would sometimes ask him about certain things and he would teach him some of the things that he learned. He said, but when it was time to go around other people, his parents basically told him to dim his light a little bit. Mm.
3: So you like,
1: uh, like, like be quiet or play dumb. Pretty much like don't
0: we we like don't you don't want them to feel uncomfortable or like mm-hmm. they're not smart enough or mm-hmm. that like that you're too good to do X, Y and Z and like you, that you're still humble. You can still talk to people even though you you went away to school. Gotcha. And so when he shared that with me, I was like, wow, that's. It's interesting. But then I thought about how often do we do that in our lives? Mm. it's heavy how, how often do we dim our light because we
3: don't want to be seen as this we don't want to be seen as that and
0: brother one, the, the most powerful moment I think of anyone's life is when they can recognize the true strength of their light mm. and they accept The strength of their light. Unapologetically. Unapologetically, brother. Like, when you recognize that everywhere your feet touch, the light will shine. When you recognize that everywhere you go is different because you're there, you start to be intentional about how you use your light. Right? Like, if... If every time you speak up, people listen, like people shut up and they listen, be real intentional
1: about the words that come out of your mouth. My cousin made a comment to me, um, love her dearly, she's like a big sister to me, and um, she, she made a comment over the Thanksgiving holidays, and we were talking about, um, you know, it was probably one of the first times she asked me, like, well, what happened you know what happened in your marriage
2: mm.
1: that led it to come to an end. Like this is we hadn't had like a, a deep, a deep introspective conversation <laughs> in a minute. So it kind of caught me off guard. But you know, so we were, you know, we were kind of talking about some of the things that uh transpired and um one thing that she said that really I you know, I was, I was flattered and I was appreciative and going back to what we talked about as far as new year's, I need to, uh, our new year's kind of level setting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to go, I need to go back and tell her how much that conversation meant to me because I don't think she know, knows the power of it, but she said, well, yeah, you know, it can't be, it can't be, um, that's, that you didn't motivate her or put, you know, put a battery in her back. Cause that's what you do. Mm. And she said it, like she said it, not necessarily saying like, yo, you, you are a motivator or you inspire people, but she said it like, you know, like it was a power of mine mm. to be able to put a battery in somebody's back or um, some excitement or energy in their path to get them to do something that maybe they hadn't thought about doing before or to get them to do something that might be beyond their comfort zone or even if it's just a matter of lending support or words of encouragement or a piece of advice or a helping hand like you just you don't know how that impacts people and she even said it because she said you've been doing that around us forever right and It made me feel good, but it was, it was kind of like, you know, maybe it was, it was affirming for me because I'm like, wow, that's part of my life.
2: Yeah. The
1: the ability to inspire. And I think you and I have talked about this before. You know, we've always been in education or some form of education yep and not necessarily being in the classroom per se, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but just being around it. And the, as you like to call it, the experience and the exposure, and being able to tap into your education, your experience, and your exposure and weave it in to a very on point conversation or a timely conversation or a, a timely assignment that somebody can leverage and use to benefit them long after the conversation has ended. And I'm like, damn, you know when you when you talked about it could be a flashlight a spotlight a candle um that also requires you as the individual to be a catalyst yeah to turn on the switch yeah or flick the bic or plug it in the wall. Yeah,
0: there's an action swap required. Swap out the light
1: bulb. Yeah. yeah, there's action. There's action required there's in action that process. Required. Yes, sir. Like the light just does not shine for the sake of shining, unless yeah. it's 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 the it's the ultimate light yeah. coming from the sun. Yeah, <laughs> everything else, like you said, is is essentially artificial light.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to make you you have to make the decision whether yeah. you were going to shine your light right, and even if Right. Because that's two sided. Even if you make the decision not to shine it. The light that's greater than you and I is still going to shine through you because of the light that was put in you. We just have the power to decide. What version of the light people are seeing. And that's that's kind of where social media comes into play. Absolutely, right? Because yeah. uh, and you, you, <laughs> all publicity is not good publicity, right? Oh yeah.
1: You could like you said, you could have you could have twenty thousand followers and you in a pissy apartment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so like social media has only given us a glimpse of a
3: a manicured arranged, prepared, perfected view. It's microwavable, is what you're saying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I remember
0: the meme, and I shown this to a client where, first picture, you see, oh, just got the new J's today. And it zoomed in on the, on the J's. The second picture, it zoomed out. He has a flashlight on the J's holding it in front of the box so you can't see what's behind the box because he was sleeping on the floor in a shack with no lights on.
3: Mm -hmm. Trying to prove to social media that he was doing
0: what they thought he could do. Right. Like I copped the new J's. I'm out here living my best life. I got it like that. Social media is only going to give you a glimpse, but it's it's one of the things where you really going back to the light. You have to remember what light represents. Light reveals, darkness conceals, right? Light represents the the sun rising after a very dark night. We heard the saying, um, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning light. And we talked about why we're grieving. We don't want to hear that. But the beauty about the night is that it eventually ends. Light represents the stars that shine in the dark night sky to let you know that God is near. When I remember there was an older woman in my church that said this to me and it blew my mind. Like, I said, well, what? about the times where it's cloudy and you can't see the stars she goes. that means you just need to move to find him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, light represents the sun that warms the earth, right? Without the light from the sun, we will be walking around in complete darkness, cold. Yeah. So it's a source of heat. Light also represents the rainbow after the rain, right? So it, 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 There's so many things that light could represent. So when we say light, you know, be light, there's intention behind it. And it means different things to to different people. But as long as the reception of the word causes you to act, I think it's all good. Yeah. It causes you to remember, right? This, me saying be light is a call to action. Be who you were called to be wherever you were called to go to do whatever absolutely. you were called to do for as long as you were called to do it.
1: And like, see, for me, I would say it's more so I agree. I agree with everything you said, but I would also say that, um, while doing all of those things to be like, also means to share it. Absolutely. To share it and spread it. And, uh, do the work to figure out how you can amplify it for a a cause or a purpose or for people that's, it's, it's larger than you. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm kind of very uh, pessimistic and um, I'm a cynic when it comes to social media. I haven't, I haven't uh, ignored it and I haven't um, removed myself
3: from it, but I do think sometimes People want that artificial
1: light and they're using social media to kind of drive it home Mm. for celebrity or for fame or for personal attention or for
3: um, clicks (laughs) and likes and followers. And it's and it, and that's
1: you know that's microwave that's mac microwave action right there.
2: Yep, very you know? much so.
1: And it's something you said earlier um, around the artificial nature of of much light. Like think about energy, right? If it's coal, if it's petroleum, um, a lot of the energy sources that we as a society are accustomed to using um anything beyond the sun, overindulgence or overutilization of it kills the environment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: crazy, man. Like, yo, you just you drop that gem, man. And that's like that's what I was thinking. I'm like, man, you can, you can, you can have false pretenses about light. Yeah. And um use it and abuse it and it becomes a detriment. I know I had a, a conversation with uh Kingston um about a month or so ago. And you know, I'm I'm always trying to uh be Larry Fish, but Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> and that's straight. <Trey. laughs> and Boys in the Hood. <laughs> he hates talking to me, man, because I don't know. For some reason, my grandfather comes out of me, man. It's like, yo, I talk to him like a like a young man. Um, and I was telling him, he asked me like the if he could get a, a TikTok account or something like that. Oh Jesus. And I said, nah, and he said, why I said, because I don't think you're at a, a space or an age where you can really decipher what's real and what's not. Yeah. Cause the assumption is just like you mentioned earlier, just because it's on social media is factual. Yeah. That's inaccurate. But I think, um, when, we, when you think about light energy and the source and the overutilization or underutilization of it, people leverage social media as the source, and it's not the source. It's a tool. You are the source. And so I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I, I don't think um, you have to be a celebrity to go out into the world and be like. I don't think you need to be famous. To do that i do i do believe you need to um, have a level of understanding and um assurance and confidence Mm. in yourself wherever that derives from you know people say the universe some people say god some people say energy and you know to each his own yeah each his own yeah i just know i just know who created the natural light who created the sun it wasn't man. And so um, to leverage it, I think it's very important to be able to decipher,
3: um, you know, if you're going to be real famous <laughs> based on your your talent and your uh,
1: gifts, or if you're going to be fake famous. Based on the amount of bullshit <laughs> you can you can post in a given day, and I ain't gonna lie, man. I might sound like an old dude on, the, on sitting on the lawn, man, like telling the kids to get off my lawn. But I think like that's why I kind of I'm anti TikTok. Like I understand like that's people are using TikTok as a source of information and news, mm-hmm. and and a source of entertainment. It's
0: a new wave, man.
1: It's a new wave. I get it, man. But I just don't. I can't see myself leveraging that platform to shed light, because who the hell wants to look at a forty-year-old dude doing silly-ass dances? (laughs) Like, what am I gonna say? What am I? What am I gonna say in fifteen seconds, ten times a day? What am I gonna do in ten seconds,
0: five times a day? Well, I mean, you'll be surprised. I've, I've seen some useful things on TikTok. I won't say yeah. all the things I've seen are useful. So
1: I'm not a hater. I just, I, I'm, I, I'm like trying to figure mm-hmm. out how it's meaningful to what I got going on in my life. And it's one of those things like, oh, I guess I could do it out. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James said, if you own it, then you, you, know, you think you're a celebrity.
0: But I also think Kev, that's, that's also another avenue, right? Is determining like where you're going to shine your light. Like the direction in which your light will be shown,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? But you get to pick the direction of the light. Yeah. If TikTok ain't where you think your light needs to be, then just because everyone else is shining theirs doesn't mean that oh, you have to join them doing. It. Yeah. I think as long as right, when I say be light, meaning
3: yo living your truth every day. Like be be who you are. Shine it and and shine it for all the world
0: to see. As one of the old uh old women in the church used to always say, This little light of mine, <laughs> I'm gonna let it shine. To our listeners, we appreciate you.
1: We love y'all, man. We, we love we love y'all, man. We love
0: y'all. We love hearing from you all. So definitely hit us up. Ask That's-
1: questions. I-, I love it, man. Why do you say be light? I love it but that you know i had never really thought about it because it is some dope shit to say you know what i'm saying i mean and it's
0: something that we just <laughs> naturally started saying to each other like when we would leave the office all right bro be like yeah 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 um yeah and so it's just just one of the things right so to our followers continue to be like hey you know comments said the best some people recognize the light but they can't handle the glare
1: Woo, common, shut down Shots that's city. all right. City, that's man. all right, man. It's yeah, so all right.
0: To our followers, continue to be light. Continue, continue to be, be love, innocent, godly, humble, and true.
1: But on that note, you've just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is Revolution. Until next time, be light.
0: Be light.